According to 2017 report from Amnesty International, 23% of women have experienced online abuse or harassment at least once. 41% of these said that on at least one occasion, online harassment made them fear that their physical safety was threatened. While men experience slightly more online harassment, such as name-calling or physical threats, women are much more likely to experience severe types of gender-based or sexual harassment. We call this misogyny, hateful content targeting women. Misogyny is not just sexual harassment. It's an extremely linguistically diverse phenomenon which includes belittling women, aggression towards women and discrimination against women. Human moderators of online abuse have shown to develop severe anxiety and even PTSD when they are exposed to hateful language for hours and hours every day. So we need automatic systems for detecting and moderating abusive language online. To detect misogyny online, you need three things. You need to know what you're trying to detect, you need to have examples of those things, and you need a model trained on those examples. In existing data, it's clear that there are cultural or language-specific differences between which type of misogyny is more widespread. For example, Spanish shows a stronger presence of dominance, Italian of stereotyping and objectification, and English of discrediting. This was the initial observation that made us consider the importance of local context. We created a taxonomy for misogyny, a labeling scheme to define different types of misogyny in the data. During the research of the Danish context specifically, we became aware of the term neosexism, the belief that women have already achieved equality and that discrimination of women does not exist. Neosexism is seen in cases where people deny the existence of discrimination or use trauma and arguments to avoid the topic. For instance, an example from the data, please show me research that shows women miss out on promotions because they take maternity leave. Or, classic, if a woman has a problem, society is to blame. If a man has a problem, it is his own fault. Sexism thrives among feminists. The final dataset contains 27.9 thousand comments, of which 7,500 contain abusive language. Misogynistic posts comprise 7% of overall posts, or about 2,000 instances. Neosexism is by far the most frequently represented class with 1.3 thousand tag posts. This indicates that the most prevalent misogynistic strategy in the sampled online discourse is to deny the existence of anti-female sexism or bias. Discrediting, stereotyping and objectification are present in about 300 and 200 posts. Benevolent misogyny, dominance and harassment are tagged in between only 45 and 70 posts. We fine-tuned an Embert model over this dataset. Our model detects five out of every six misogynistic messages. The model can also correctly identify the type of misogyny, such as stereotyping or harassment, 79% of the time. This is a great state-of-the-art result for detecting abusive content. So now we have a taxonomy for labeling misogyny, we have a data set of examples of misogyny in Danish, and we have a model which can accurately detect misogyny in 85% of cases. The model has been implemented and is available on request, like the data. 
The full version of the collaboratively developed annotation guidelines is released and we encourage its use in other languages and contexts. Our hope is to continue to see transparent approaches to tackling abusive language that let us learn about misogynistic behavior while minimizing human contact with this form of toxicity.